Welcome to episode 12 of Define Normal. Today I have Stella on the podcast. Stella's here to talk to me about her experience at Ohio State. So she's currently been going to school during quarantine and we're going to talk about her experience being a kid from New York City who's currently living in Columbus, Ohio. So Stella, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you Thank here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know I just told everyone that you're going to Ohio State, but how old are you? What year are you? What are you studying? I'm 18 years old. I'm a freshman and I'm studying biology. I'm thinking of either like switching it to a minor and majoring in public health or like trying to do a double major in biology and public health, like whichever one I end up like having enough space for in terms of like the class I have to take because I definitely I've been thinking a lot about like what I want to do and I think I want to go down more of like a public health track instead of biology. What do you think you want to do for a career with your public health degree? I'm not like a hundred percent sure yet but I kind of more like helping people like get access to health care who like are like having a harder time getting health care and stuff as opposed to just, like, working within, like, the system that already exists that doesn't, like, really support everyone. Yeah, I think that's awesome, especially right now during a global pandemic. It's been polarizing how many people don't have access to healthcare, And even as people, both of us who are fortunate to have access to healthcare, to me, it's really shed a light on, like, how much people need their jobs. Like, even if I didn't want to work in corporate America, I almost have to or I have to pay a crazy amount for healthcare. So I think that's a really awesome career path to eventually help people with access and just figuring out how to get healthcare because it's something everyone should have, not just people who have good jobs or education or exactly. have a certain amount of money. Let's get into it. I want to hear about school. So how has your freshman year been at Ohio State? It's been State? good so far. It's been kind of weird because I keep hearing, like, because in a lot of my classes, there's, like, upperclassmen, and they'll always, like, because we'll have, like, Zoom breakout rooms, and they'll always be like, oh, like, I remember, like, two years ago when we went on this, like, trip to, like, I don't know, like, this place and stuff, so they, like, always talk about how, like, college used to be and stuff, and I'm just, like, hearing about, like, how it's supposed to be through them, because, like, it's hard to, like, really imagine, like, what exactly we're missing out on, you know what I mean? There's just so much, like, stuff that, like, I hear about that it's like, oh, that, like, that's, like, what people normally would be doing in college. Honestly, like, in a way, it's nice that, like, I don't know what I'm, like, really missing out on. So hopefully, like, it'll just get better, like, as I go along. It definitely has been weird. It's been weird, like, moving to, like, a completely different state and then, like, not really having, like, a way to meet people that much Most of my classes are online, except for chem lab and, like, lab. We're just, like, on our own doing, like, little experiments and stuff, so we're not really, like, talking to each other. You can meet, like, people in your dorm, really, and that's pretty much it. So I've made, like, one really good friend who lives in my suite, which I'm really lucky for, because, like, since we're, like, roommates, we don't have to, like, distance from each other, which is really nice. It's been hard to meet other people. There's a lot of, like group chats that the university like sends us emails for that's like you know like if you like music like join this group chat or something but like I don't really I don't know I don't like texting that much so I like never text on them so then like I don't really make friends through them I love that you're an 18 year old (laughs) who just admitted that you don't like texting I want to come back to that so you are living in Columbus Ohio but you are originally from New York City what has been the difference between living in Ohio and living in New York? Are the people different? Obviously, the the whole geography and city is different, but what has been the difference between home and Ohio? The people are different and the city is different. Like, in terms of just, like, the city, it's been kind of weird because I'm so used to being able to just, like, get anywhere that I want in New York, like, pretty easily on the subway. I don't know, like... Sometimes not that easily, (laughs) but like here, like, I don't know, sometimes when I was, when I first got to Columbus, I was kind of like, wow, like I feel a little bit stranded because now I have a driver's license technically, but I feel, I still feel like I don't really know how to drive. Like, I feel like I can't really like leave campus, but there's actually like really good bus system, but not a lot of people use it, I don't think. 
yeah, that was definitely one thing that I was like, whoa, like, how am I going to get anywhere? Not that I, like, I'm really going anywhere anyway, but still. In terms of, like, the people, it's kind of funny, like, there's some differences that I'll notice. One thing that I notice is because, like, I have two moms. In the city, I would tell people that in elementary school, they would, like, ask me all these questions. You know, kids don't really, like, understand a lot of the time. So they would be like, how's that? Like, that's not possible. Like, you need to have a dad. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, well, I'm not really sure because, like, I'm also six. So I don't understand either. (laughs) Then, like, as you get older, people, like, usually, like, know. So, like, I wouldn't get so many questions. But then when I'm going back to Ohio, it's kind of like being back when I was younger because people, like, ask me a lot of questions about it. Sometimes they'll, like, jump through hoops kind of to, like, make it, like, understandable. You know what I mean? Like, they'll be like, oh, so you have, like, a mom and a stepmom and you're, like, mom and dad separated. No, I have, like, two gay moms. And they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like... I believe that. I mean, I'm from Ohio and I grew up there. And although I don't have two moms, I have black parents who aren't from Ohio. So I had similar experiences of just explaining things in your family. So even like traveling, I know that one of your moms is from Brazil. So say that you are like, oh yeah, for Christmas, I'm going home to Brazil. People are like, why? Why are you going to Brazil? What's going on with that? Like it's like a million questions about anything that isn't their norm. Has it been hard to be friends with people who ask you questions like that? Or are you just kind of settling into the differences? I have like one close friend that I've made, but she didn't really ask me that many questions about it. She's also not from Ohio. I don't know. I don't think I've had trouble finding friends just because like, I don't think it comes out of a place of like dislike or anything. I think the hardest thing in terms of finding friends has just been like not being able to like go anywhere really like if I did make more of an effort to make friends because I'm not really making that big of an effort but if I did make more of an effort we would still like only be able to hang out outside and stuff to feel safe with coronavirus but then it's like cold right so right now you're kind of hanging with your roommate who's your one close friend so you don't have to worry so much about the social distancing because to make other friends right now it's either be unsafe be socially distanced outside in Columbus in March when it's cold. So it's just like, eh, okay, I'll make do with the friend I have until we kind of yeah, figure exactly. it out. Yeah, exactly. And we're both kind of just like, oh, this is such a funny situation. <laughs> like, like we've made, like, one friend. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm happy. And, like, hopefully, like, maybe in, like, two years <laughs> when we have, like, in-person classes or something, it'll be easier to make friends. Yeah, definitely. Did you have a hard time deciding to move away to college in the midst of a global pandemic? I know when I've read other reports about people thinking about school, a lot of people stayed local for a year or so uh, just until this kind of blows over so they can have that college experience, whatever that looks like after this, because I think it'll change. But did you have a hard time deciding to leave in the midst of a pandemic? When I decided what school I was going to, it was kind of weird because like I definitely, I don't think I, like, thought I was going to come to Ohio State, but then, like, just because it's kind of, like, far away and, like, but then it ended up being the best option in terms of, like, money and, like, majors they offer and stuff. I guess since it's such a big school, it's, like, easier to kind of, like, switch around if you're, like, not so sure what you want to major in yet and stuff. I don't know, when I decided to come here, it honestly didn't really feel real because, like, I was like, who knows if we'll even, like, go there or if I'll, like, do it online from home. It was between Ohio State and Boston University the choice came down to. BU was just, like, so expensive. Well, like, first of all, don't want to be in, like, a lot of debt. And second of all, like, don't want to, like, pay a lot of money and then, like, not go. So I was like, Ohio State makes the most sense. And I'll just, like, go there. When I actually came here, I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, real. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just kind of felt like I was, like, in theory, I would go to this school. You know what I mean? And, like, I wouldn't actually end up going. It was such a weird time, like, because we were, like, at home, like, in our apartment. And we hadn't left the apartment in, like, days. (laughs) You know what I mean? When I decided, because, like, we would only, like, leave to, like, go to the grocery store and stuff. So I was just at home with my mom. It felt like such a weird time. Like, I was, like, still, like, maybe I'll go back to high school a little bit, like, in June or something. But I'm glad I, like, chose that. 
think it's a good choice because first I have to say it's awesome that you're being so practical and so young. I think a lot of people choose colleges in a way where this is my dream school and no matter how much debt I'll be in or just like how much my parents have to pay, whatever the situation is, like this is where I want to go. So I think it's really cool that you were able at such a young age to say, okay, well, this is actually what makes sense. So kudos for that. And then I also agree with you. I think if I had to do this, you know, I went to college 10 years ago, which is embarrassing to admit. I, my freshman year was uh, 2011. It's kind of like an interesting thing because the moment is about going away. So even though you're in the midst of a global pandemic, you still got that experience of I packed my clothes, I packed my things, I went to a dorm room and I live in a new place. So I think you're right. It would have been different if, and during that time, you probably weren't thinking, oh, well, I'll actually go. Because just like I'm not actually going to work right now, it's like, maybe I won't go to school and I'll just like be doing it from New York. I'll just be doing online classes. So I think it's really important that you got some of that experience because it probably makes it feel more real, even though it's harder to find community. Yeah, it definitely does. I'm glad that I got to like come here. And when second semester started, like it started before we came back to campus. So we did like one week or two weeks of online class from home. It was so hard to like get any work done. I don't know. It just felt like really weird to be home and stuff because my mom would just be like, let's watch this movie. And I'd be like, okay, (laughs) I'll just figure out my work like another time because I was like happy to be home and stuff. But now that I'm like back, I feel like I'm like in like a school mindset and stuff, which is good. That makes sense because the environment is so important. I struggled with that with work from home. How do I, I moved in with my parents in Ohio for a bit during the pandemic and I'm like, how do I work? I just want to hang out. So I would like come out to make lunch and my mom would be like watching something on TV or I would be talking to her and I'm like, oh, 30 minutes have gone by. Like I need to go back to my emails. (laughs) So um, I totally get that. It's that environment switch. So your mind can be like, okay, now here I do this and there I do this. Uh, But now it's all blended in this time. Do you miss New York at all? I definitely do, especially in the first semester. I missed it a lot. I don't know. I think like first semester, I really felt like moving to Ohio and I was kind of like, what is happening? Like, I never thought that I would like I didn't even know where Ohio was on a map like until like recently. Because we didn't, like, ever learn geography in school. I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I've been there once. You know what I mean? I'd never been, like, away from New York for that long. I think the longest I'd been away from New York was probably, like, a month to go to Brazil and visit my family, which is, like, different because it's, like, another kind of homey place. And it's, like, family. So it feels, like, more normal. But I miss New York a lot to deal with that. Like, sometimes I would, like just watch like random shows that are like filmed in New York or something and be like wow like New York it's just like there's so much to miss about it like I missed like all my friends obviously who live there and like my family but then I also just missed like random like little things that I used to hate like I missed like taking the subway a lot even though like when I was little I used to like be like I don't want to take the subway like It was funny because McKenna, my sweet mate, who I'm friends with, she's from D.C., so she it's, like, also a city. And the two of us, like, took a bus first semester to go to, like, this supermarket that was, like, a little bit far away from campus. As soon as we got on the bus, we were like, oh, my God, like, this feels so nice, like, public transportation. Because it's just, like, that feeling of being able to just, like, sit and like watch like stuff pass by outside and stuff and it's just such a nice I just love public transportation but I would have never thought that that would be something I would like miss I don't know I feel you there when I'm not in New York I think the same thing like I said I was in Ohio a good amount of quarantine and I was so annoyed with driving everywhere I would think I wanted to go somewhere and then in New York you normalize this experience just like you said of sitting and watching things pass you by so I'm like great I'm gonna listen to this podcast I'm gonna catch up on some emails like I just like could look at my phone and actively do other things on my way to a destination and I'm like I have to focus people are scaring me with their driving like I don't really drive anymore so I'm terrified and (laughs) I just wanted to sit somewhere and like coast like not be in traffic or any of that so I feel you it's New York is a hard place to be away from 
And I can only imagine because I didn't I didn't grow up there. I've only lived there for five years. I've actually spent more of my life in Ohio. But when I'm not in New York, I'm like, uh, you miss things like you said that you wouldn't even miss. Like even the food, like the food in the Midwest is so different than the food in New I York. I definitely miss the food, especially because I'm on like a dining plan here. So I mostly eat food from like the college. One thing I am really glad about that I chose Ohio State is the food is actually like pretty good. Sometimes it's not good at all, but I feel pretty lucky because like the food here is like most of it's like cooked here, like kind of like a restaurant type situation in the dining hall. But like a lot of my friends, the food is like made by like other companies that like come and bring the food to school. And it's just like not as good because it's like frozen and like reheated and it just kind of tastes like cafeteria lunch food like one of our dining halls has like wings which is really nice like and they're pretty good but I definitely miss the food from New York a lot especially because I just took it for granted but I would like on my way home from school sometimes like I'd be like I could go for dumplings and there's like a dumpling place near my house that's like three dollars for 10 dumplings so then I would get like 10 dumplings on my way home and just be like yeah I feel like this is pretty like normal and then like there's days where I just like think about those dumplings I'm like wow I didn't appreciate them enough I get that it's just it's so so different but are there things about Columbus that you're actually enjoying like are there things in the city that you found that make it feel a little bit like home? Definitely, like, the buses are nice. Like, I like taking the bus. The campus here is, like, really pretty. Like, I was walking through it, like, when I first got here, and I was like, I feel like I live in a park, like, in, like, a really big park or something. So that's really nice. Like, the campus is pretty... I I wish, like, I got to, like, explore the city a little more. I feel like that'll come later kind of like when we can start to go out more because I haven't really been around the city that much I've my friends and I went like to the downtown area where there's like a lot of buildings but there was just kind of like it was kind of empty so we were just like oh okay (laughs) I'm sure like that that's like a lot because of COVID so there's definitely things I like like the parks are really nice and when my parents came to drop me off we like drove past like a lot of really cute houses and stuff the houses are really pretty here oh also I've working at the there's like a dining hall cafe that like sells like coffee drinks and like sandwiches and stuff so I've been working there and that's been really nice because like none of my classes are in person so it's hard to meet people but I've met people like at work even though they're all like really old (laughs) not really old but they're all like grad students mostly so it's like kind of like a gap there but they're really nice and I definitely it's just nice to like have something to do or like a reason to leave the house a little bit because otherwise you're just in there going to online classes all day and it's cool that you got a job that's a fun way to meet people on campus when you were talking earlier you mentioned how the upperclassmen in your online classes and breakout rooms are talking about their experiences and trips they were on and things like that. When you were coming to college, and let's say before COVID, when you were picturing college, when you were in high school, what did you look forward to? Like, what are the things you can't wait to do once COVID is over? I think I looked forward to, like, meeting new friends a lot from different places, which is cool because, like, you know, obviously everyone I know is, like, from New York pretty much. So I was, like, looking forward to, like, meeting, like, new people And I was also looking forward to, like, taking classes that were, like, more interesting to me as opposed to just, like, you know, like, math, regular, like, high school classes, which I have got to do, which is really nice. Last semester, not so much because I was, like, still a music major, but then I switched my major. I kind of realized that, like, I didn't really like um, taking, like, music theory and all this stuff. So I ended up switching my major. And now that I'm, like, on this, like, more public health track... I've been, like, really liking my classes and stuff, which is good. So I'm definitely excited to, like, be able to go to, like, in-person classes eventually one day because I feel like it's just, like, easier to learn that way and stuff and, like, more engaging, I guess. Has the campus changed how you guys are doing things socially? So, for example, to be safe, obviously you're not going to 
football games and parties and all that stuff. Are there still clubs? Is there still sorority recruitment? Like what's going on socially on campus beyond group chats? There's still sorority recruitment and stuff. And there's still clubs are open, I think, and like bars and stuff. I haven't been going to them just because like I don't feel like super comfortable. My friends and I did go to Target the other day over the weekend and it was like seven-ish or eight o'clock at night like on Friday I think and there's like really big lines like on High Street which is where like most of the like bars are and there were just like huge lines to go into the clubs so that stuff is definitely like still happening if like I want to go to it but I just I don't know like I feel like it's kind of like risky because of COVID and also like I can't really go to a bar unless I have a fake ID which I don't so (laughs) I will spare you the stories of my fake ID moments (laughs) on high street I think that's really smart. And honestly, I've noticed being in Ohio, the COVID response is very different than it is in New York. So when I got home, and I I said this in an earlier episode with my mom, I landed at home on March 15th last. It's almost been a year. It's terrifying. (laughs) And the first thing we did was go out to eat inside. And I remember being like, I'm not even allowed to go to work right now. And we're like at a restaurant. But like Ohio has been on a different path the whole time. So I'm I'm sure like in New York we cannot go to bars. Like there's no going out drinking to a bar. And then you've been able to drink at bars in Ohio for months. They may have like dialed back the curfew, but like you've been able to go to a bar for literally months. So when you are hanging out with different people across campus or meeting them, even the grad students at work, are they following social distancing? Are people kind of doing what they want? And you feel like you're being more cautious. I feel like it just, it depends on the person. Like, there's some people who I meet who are, like, really doing a good job of following social distancing. And then there's some people who I meet who aren't so much or, like, are more, like, are being less careful. I think one thing that, like, maybe people feel is, like, we're, like, younger and we, like, mostly live alone or with a roommate. So I think a lot of people are, like, well, at least I don't have to worry about, like, getting my family sick because, like, I don't live with my family right now, which, like, I understand. I don't know. I would still be worried about getting sick, like, myself or, like, just spreading it to other people. I think it just really depends on, like, the person. Usually, like, around campus, people do a pretty good job of wearing masks and stuff, which is good. Like, the nice thing is that, like, if you, like, want to be safe and completely, like, not be exposed or like have like that much risk of spreading it it's like not that hard to do if like if you don't go to the bars like they're not going to come to you you know what I mean right right you're not being forced exactly because I feel like if it was like then I had to go to class it would be different because I'd be like okay now I'm being exposed to like all these people but like I don't really have a choice you know it's kind of nice because like it's not like that like at work I'm like closer to people and we're like inside, but everyone wears a mask and stuff. So it feels pretty safe. That makes sense. I think coming from New York definitely changes the POV. Like people, I had friends in Ohio that were being safe, but I just think that this fear was put in you in New York because we all live so close together and the cases were so bad. When I got back to Ohio, I was being so like cautious like I had all these like stipulations and then people were like why are you acting like this (laughs) because it hadn't hit them the same it just hit New York so hard and it was so like alarming we were both in New York when it like started and it was just so crazy because I like went to school that Thursday and I got on the subway and it was like really crowded and stuff like as usual and I ran into this girl from my like school so we both got on the train together and we were just like talking about school And I was, like, this close to, like, all the people around me, like, right, like, next to me and stuff. I went to school, and all anyone could talk about was coronavirus because we were, like, whoa, like, what's happening? And then I was sitting in class, and I was, like, I've been to eight different classes today. Like, I've walked through eight different rooms. I've, like, touched the, like, railing in the stairway of, like, four different stairways, like, People have sat at this, I don't know how many people have sat at the desk I'm sitting at before me. Like, it was just all, like, running through my head at once. And I was like, I've literally probably come into contact with, like, 2,000 people today. Like, just going to school. Because my school is pretty big. It's, like, a little under 3,000 people. There was a preview for the opera that day. So we all went to the concert hall. 
and like were watching the preview. I had chorus that period, so we went together and I was sitting next to two girls in my chorus and then I turned to one of them and she was like blowing her nose and she was like, oh, I feel so sick. The other one to my other side was like, oh my God, me too. I think I have like a sinus infection. I don't think you should be here. And then the next like day it all got shut down and stuff. And then it was just like, didn't, cause we don't have like a backyard or anything. We just like live in an apartment. So we just like didn't leave the house at all. And like, we didn't even go to like a park until like the summer maybe. So it was just like so sudden and stuff. And I did end up getting coronavirus. I think I had it asymptomatic because like I tested positive for the antibodies later. And I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> like, cause I don't remember being sick. And it was just so crazy. Cause yeah, like, like you said, like when you live in an apartment, like you need to like put your mask on to like take out the garbage and like do laundry and stuff. It's definitely a different experience. Cause here, I think a lot of people now they're seeing that like, you know, when you live in a dorm room, you have to put your mask on to do laundry and stuff. In your house, like you, there's a lot more you can do without wearing a mask. I would keep my mask in the car because I was like, oh, I don't need it walking around, just like you said, to do those basic tasks, laundry, take the trash out, etc. But if I was going somewhere, I would need the mask. But even there was at one point not a mask mandate. So I would go places and like people weren't wearing masks and I'm like are we in a different like what's are we having a different experience but as I've talked to people who weren't in New York it's just the vibes are completely different which I guess is just indicative of why all this is happening because we're just not all taking it as seriously together you were talking about your roommate that you your sweet mate that's from DC and that makes sense why you guys are close you had some shared experience as DC is also a major city when you've met other people and you said you haven't met a ton so like from the sample size of people you've met are a lot of people from Ohio or are you meeting people from all over because you mentioned like something you looked forward to at school was meeting a bunch of people who weren't from New York so have you met more people who are from Ohio or are most people from all over at Ohio State? Definitely more people are from Ohio. I think it's something like 80% or 85% of the people are from Ohio. It's been nice meeting people from Ohio. have like so many differences to talk about in a way. I've met people from other places too. There's like some situations where it's like kind of easier to meet people from other places like because I'm like in like a scholarship program and a lot of people in that program are from other places. And then there's also like an out of state group chat. But yeah, it's interesting because it's like I've been really liking meeting people. There's so many differences because like people will be like, oh, my God, like you're from New York. That's so cool. Like, do you like take the subway alone? Like you're allowed to. I'm like, you're allowed to like do you like drive alone? <laughs> like That's like crazy to me. Like, I can't imagine being in a car just, like, with my friends with, like, no parent driving us. Like, I don't know. No one I know. Like, I'm the only one out of my friends who, like, has a license, and I, like, barely know how to drive. So that's, like, been fun, like, meeting people. When I was little, I really wanted, like, I wished I lived in, like, the suburbs because, like, I wanted to be able to, like, climb trees and stuff because our apartment building it's like multiple apartment buildings together and there's like a park in the middle like a, a tiny little park and there's trees there but I used to try to climb them when I was little with my friends almost every time someone would be like you can't climb those trees <laughs> and then we would have to like stop and I was like this is so unfair because I had like cousins who lived in Albany and I was like they get to climb the trees whenever they want to and like they get to live in a house walk around and stuff and I have to live in this like boring city where there's nothing to do and stuff but then of course like as I got older I started to appreciate the city more but it's kind of nice because like the like kid part of me is like wow like this is like in the movies like you guys all drive to each other and stuff and like you have school buses it's nice to like see that I've liked seeing that a lot because, like, my friend McKenna, she's from D.C., but she lived in, like, a house still. So, like, even yeah. that, I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, you had, like, a lawn and, like, <laughs> a driveway. It's, like, the, like, child part of me gets very excited about, <laughs> like, houses. 
It is exciting. I think now that I've done both, I can appreciate both. Like growing up in the suburbs had its pluses and minuses. Like I love being able to drive because it gives you this independence, but you had that independence in like a way, way different way. Like you could take the subway by yourself. So we were in a car at 16 driving these places. It's almost so different because although you have that freedom, like your parents know where you're going. Like it's like, it's not the same freedom. Like it's like dressed up differently. If you have a kid in New York City, they could take the subway anywhere and like you wouldn't know. Whereas my parents uh, used to comment on my mileage on my car and they were saying to each other, oh, she's going somewhere. I don't know where she's going. Cause I would put like a, a good amount of miles in my car. So like, where is she driving? Whereas like your mom would not know. If you're like, oh, I took the subway to Coney I Island definitely today. Have, like, like, appreciated that as like a kid because or not a kid but like as a teenager I did have a lot of freedom because my parents tracked my location on my phone I don't know they said it was like if anything happens or we can't get in touch with you at least we'll know where you are I don't like it but like obviously it didn't really have that much of a say it was nice being able to like take the subway wherever I wanted because I don't know I just felt like I like knew how to get places and I it just it just feels nice and like my parents aren't super strict, so they would so they wouldn't really mind. Like if I was like going to a lot of places, it's so easy. Unless well, one of my moms, because my parents are separated, lives in Queens. The trains in Queens are so like annoying. There's just one line, and then you have to take buses and stuff. But other than that, I love like being able to take the subway. You just really feel like you can like do like you can get anywhere, and it's really nice. The possibilities are endless, but it's fun that you have a driver's license because I always meet New Yorkers who are like, I never drive. I know your mom just got a car um, since you've moved out there, so she's driving. Talking a little bit more about school, do you feel like your professors have been really understanding about like your current state? So like all the classes are online, you're not doing that in-person learning. Are the professors more understanding? In a lot of ways, they are. It kind of depends on the professor again. Some of them are like super understanding and like one of my professors even gave us like a little quiz at the beginning of the semester that was like, how do you want your like exams to be? And like, how do you want your like homework assignments to be and stuff? So it's like, do you want like more questions worth less points or like less questions, but they're worth more points? And, like, do you want it to be able to be collaborative or not? So, like, I thought that was really nice. Like, he's, like, trying to, like, accommodate for, like, whatever is, like, easier for us. But then there's other teachers that are just, like, oh, like, all your tests are open book. Because they can't really make the tests not open book since there's, like, not really a way to enforce that when we're taking our tests, like, at home. So all of our tests are open book. But then, like, sometimes they're, like, harder to, like, compensate for being open book. I understand, but at the same time, like, it's harder to learn, too, you know? A lot of my teachers have been pretty understanding. They're usually pretty good about, like, if you, like, really need an extension for something. Like, they're usually pretty lenient. One thing that can be kind of, like, difficult sometimes is that, like, since everything is online, if there's, like, an issue with, like, Zoom or, like, with the Wi-Fi or with Canvas, which is like the like website we use for all of our like homework assignments and tests and everything. The other day we had like a biology test due and Canvas shut down for the entire school. And we were just like, what are we supposed to do in this situation? So everyone was like, some people were on like the biology group chat and they were like freaking out and like, and then other people were like, don't freak out. Like, he's obviously, it's not like our fault. He's going to give us an extension. And then other people were like, but we left it to the last minute. And then other people were like, it's four o'clock. Like, it's not the last minute because it's due at 11.59 p.m. Everyone was just kind of like panicking and stuff. And I was just like, okay, like I'll wait a little bit. And like, I'm sure like it'll get figured out. So that's one thing is like, it's kind of throws you off a little bit to be this like, dependent on the internet because it doesn't always work and then without internet first of all there's not really a way to do work but then also how are you supposed to like contact your professors to like tell them and stuff that's weird and it's very weird feeling like I've never like met any of my professors in person they only really know who I am based on like 
how I've been doing on like tests and like my writing and stuff but they don't really like they've never really seen me especially because some of my classes are like asynchronous so we don't actually have like zoom lectures where they see you that's weird because it's like they don't like know like I don't know it's just like a weird feeling like you're not building those personal relationships exactly and like some of my classes are like really big so I probably wouldn't really know the professor anyway because it's like a huge like lecture but some of my classes are like smaller but one thing that I do appreciate is like my public health teacher a 30 person ish class and she's done like a really good job of like kind of making like more personal relationships with like because she'll leave really like good like notes on our writing assignments as opposed to just being like nice you know what I mean she makes us like keep our cameras on during class and like we do like a lot of breakout rooms and stuff which I kind of appreciate because it feels like at least I'm like going to like real school because in the beginning sometimes I'd be like oh, like, this is kind of, like, nice. I can just turn my camera off and, like, make tea and, like, I don't know, like, do whatever I want, like, during class, do homework for another class or something. I started, like, embroidering a lot, and I was like, this is, like, so nice. But then it just, like, felt like I was, like, in my room watching, like, TV or something. Like, it didn't feel like I was, like, in class or anything. I kind of like having to keep my mic on because it just feels like, real school in a way yeah you're actually engaged instead of you know muting the mic and doing what you want to do which is honestly very relatable with work because it's like a big work meeting say it's like a giant team meeting feels like a big lecture so I'm going to turn off my camera and I'm going to do what I want like make lunch answer emails etc but when you're having like one-on-ones or smaller team meetings you need to engage and like have your camera on and be paying attention and I do find myself a little more um I don't know, excited about those meetings. I don't know if actually excited is not the right word. I feel a little more engaged and like I got more from that because I was paying attention. Otherwise, I'm like kind of catching every other word. Like you're not focused. You're just kind of there to check a box. I also am curious about office hours. Like are professors doing that? Because that's how I met a lot of my professors and TAs. So are they doing them on Zoom? A lot of professors have office hours on Zoom. One thing that's kind of weird about that is like sometimes... Because obviously they can't, like, check with all their students to make sure that, like, no one has a class, you know, when they're going to make their office hours. So sometimes I'm just, like, like, a teacher will be like, oh, these are my office hours. And I'm just like, okay, like, I'll just email them, I guess, if I have a question. I have a class during them. Teachers have been pretty good with office hours. I'm pretty sure every one of my teacher has them. And they're like, oh, if you have a question or if you just want to, like, you know, like, get to know me better, like, you can come to the office hours, which I think is nice. I think a lot of teachers are probably also kind of, like, missing the connection that they normally have, you know what I mean? Like, probably also missing, like, that kind of thing, so they probably like doing office hours and, like, getting to know students more, too, because I'm sure it's, like, weird to just teach to, like, a blank screen sometimes. Totally, they have to miss it, too. Yeah, so that's nice. And, like, some of my teachers have really been making, like, an effort. Even, like, get the students to get to know each other. They'll do a lot of, like, breakout rooms and, like, encourage us to, like, talk to each other and have discussions, which is nice because I think they know that, like, it's hard for us to meet people. So you're at a big football school. Like, Ohio State football is everything to the whole state of Ohio and beyond. Do you care about that? And are you sad you're missing... Ohio State football. Okay, I never thought that I would, like, go to a school that was, like, really sporty or anything. I've never really done sports, and I don't know the rules of football to this day. Because <laughs> um, I have one friend that really likes football. Her name is Remy from high school, and she said she would teach me the rules, and she kind of tried to, but I still don't really understand. I know there's, like, different lines on the field, and you have to, like, run through the, I don't, like, from one to another. I feel like I definitely would go to the football games because I like, it's just, like, fun to watch sports and, like, get all excited and, like, cheer for something. I would have to learn the rules of football. I think it, it would be fun to, like, go to sports games and just, like, do that whole thing because I like watching soccer. Like, I like watching the World Cup and stuff. 
And I feel like it's like a similar like feeling no matter what sport you're watching. There's like a suite of like guys in like the room next to us, like the suite next to us. We still had football games. We just didn't have like you couldn't go to them. You had to like watch them on TV. So like some of the guys there were like watching a football game. So sometimes we would go to their door and be like, oh, like who's winning or something. <laughs> like I didn't really I'd be like, who's winning the, the game? And they'd be like, well, this is happening and there's like this it's like halftime or whatever and I'd be like okay I don't understand like they're like it's fourth down and Maryland is winning and you're like what the name of the team that's winning just be like us or like not us. you will learn you will learn it's such a big thing there I've actually never been to an Ohio State football game because I'm not like a huge OSU fan like the rest of the state of Ohio but it's a big deal like everyone loves Ohio State the tailgates like you'll get there even if you don't know the rules you'll just be like go team like go bucks some of the people i've met who are from ohio are like my parents like read me like ohio state like buckeye stories as a kid like there's like storybooks and stuff i had like like an ohio state like dress as a kid and like earrings and all this stuff and i'm like whoa (laughs) it's like a brand oh it's a brand we didn't get it like that's one of my biggest things that i felt weird about when i moved to ohio because i moved there in elementary school so i wasn't old but my parents aren't from ohio so we aren't these like born and bred ohio state fans and so like I would go places and people would scream like, OH, and you're supposed to say IO back. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Like, all right. And then you're right. Kids would have like the Buckeye earrings and they'd have jerseys and they'd have sweatshirts. And like, it's almost a little bizarre because half of these people don't even go to the university, like have no affiliation with the school, but they're like, Ohio State Buckeyes. Like one of my close friends who actually lives in New York now, her whole family went to Ohio State. Her parents her siblings, like the whole squad. So I think it's fun to see like how much people love it. But like, if you were not involved, it's very confusing. Like I wasn't, I'm like, I don't get it, but okay. Like I'm happy for you guys, but I don't get it. I didn't understand that it was such a big like thing in Ohio. I just thought it was like people who went to the school really liked it. And there's like a lot of school spirit, but it's just, it's kind of crazy. Like there was this one girl like who was like in the airport with me um like waiting for the flight from like New York to Columbus and she was wearing like Ohio State sweatpants and like an Ohio State sweater and an Ohio State mask and she had an Ohio State phone case and then I was like oh like do you go to Ohio State because we were just like sitting next to each other and I was like oh do you go to Ohio State like I was just gonna like talk to her because like I haven't like really met that many people from Ohio State and then she was like no and I was like what like I don't like I was so confused is she like joking like I don't know I was just like so confused about why you would wear that much Ohio State they are not joking like they are not I I'm telling you as a child and part of it was my dad because my dad is very much like I don't get like I think he it's him and then as I got older it's me because he's like I don't get it because my dad is from New Orleans and LSU is there and he's like no one I mean granted they're not always as good as at football but like he's like the whole state of Louisiana is not obsessed with LSU like I'm not like a big LSU fan so to move to Ohio and no matter where you live in Ohio whether it be like random small town USA to Columbus to Cleveland they're like yeah Ohio State and it's like not one person in your family has gone to that school in New York like all I can compare it to I guess is like I don't know like so many New Yorkers just like hate NYU like I don't know like my mom Michelle works well she used to have she's freelance so she doesn't have like a place that she works but she used to have an office pretty close to NYU like there was like an NYU dorm on the same block and it wasn't it was like a basement not like not really an office but like you know the NYU students would leave all their like garbage at the end of the year like on the street and stuff and my mom when I was like like 10 we would be walking by and she'd be like these NYU students like they have no respect for the city like they just leave their garbage outside it's so wasteful blah 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 and like I don't know just in my experience like so many like New Yorkers are just like oh NYU students like they're so annoying so I kind of felt like when I went to college people would just be like oh Ohio State students like I hate like 
young people. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just kind of what I thought it would be like. But then everyone here is, like, really, like, obsessed with Ohio State. Because, I don't know, like, it's just kind of funny. Like, imagine if everyone in New York was, like, wearing, like, NYU hoodies all the time. It would be so bizarre. And I actually didn't even think about it that way. You're so right. When you were talking about your mom, Michelle, and her, like, comments about kids in the city because I mean I'm 27 and I feel like that like I was in Trader Joe's a couple weeks ago and there are all these NYU students like grabbing food and just being generally annoying and my thoughts were like get out of here I was like can you guys just get your groceries and leave because like when you're in college you're always with your friends and like that's a new experience to basically live with your friends so I remember being such an idiot like silly like yelling in the grocery store just like being in the way and they were doing exactly that and I I wanted to scream like I was like move like I'm just trying to get my groceries we don't like yeah, the college exactly. students like I saw this Instagram post like a while ago because you know how like people have like the LED lights in their rooms like a lot of like teenagers and you can like change the color yeah so like I saw this post that was just like a picture of an NYU dorm and it was like oh like haha like this is how you know it's like a college dorm because every window was like a different color it was like purple blue green red and it was like funny because you could tell that everyone had like the same colored lights but then someone commented like oh it looks kind of pretty or like it may it like adds some color to the city or whatever all these like new york adults were like commenting on it and they were like NYU students do not make the city nicer. Like, it looks bad. <laughs> like, okay, but NYU students are everywhere and they're, like, in the way. Like, don't say that. Like, don't encourage them or whatever. And I was just like, this is so funny because, like, I can just see my mom, like, <laughs> saying the exact same thing. Because, like, when I was, like, in middle school, I went to school kind of near NYU. And I would do this. I'd be like, ugh, NYU students. Like, even though I was literally, like, a middle schooler <laughs> who, like, had no place to be, like, annoyed at the NYU students. Because I was definitely, like, way more annoying, like, on the street with my friends in middle school. They're just so annoying, though. Like, I'm, I'm glad you said that because in Ohio, we're definitely, like, all about Ohio State. And we're, like, embracing the campus. And yay, the students are back. Like, at almost every college in Ohio, like, I went to Kent State. We're not anywhere near as good at football. But, like, when the students come back to campus, people are excited. The students are back. Campus is back. Like, we're buzzing. And then when NYU students come back, there's so many things we don't do. You don't get an apartment when NYU students are coming back. Never. No leases on the same lease as them. It's like going out is really bad when they're there because it's like I, I have this joke I always say that I hate going to certain bars in the Lower East Side because I'm like some NYU girl who's like literally has her fake ID and is like 18 years old is like spilling her vodka soda all over me because she's like sloppy drunk. And you can tell that they're like five. I'm like, you are young. You shouldn't be here. And so it's hilarious because I never thought about it. it's the exact opposite effect. Growing up in New York, I was, like, raised to, like, hate NYU students, I guess. So, like, by my, just by my mom, because she would always be so annoyed about them, like, because she worked right next to a dorm, which is just, like, unfortunate placement. But then, like, at a certain point, because I was, like, getting annoyed at them, too, and, like, I would hang out a lot in, like, around West 4th Street and stuff, and, like, um, Washington Square, because it's just such a pretty park. I would hang out there a lot, and then I would be like, oh, all these NYU students, like, ew. But then I, like, started thinking about it, and I was like, they're probably, like, so excited to come to New York, and, like, they're probably like, oh my, like, this is gonna be so great, like, I'm gonna live in, like, New York, and, like, everyone, when they get here, just, like, hates them, and it's, like, not really their fault and stuff. But, like, I don't know. It's just so funny. But the other thing is I was thinking about is that if I was an NYU student, I would probably spend so much money on food. That would just be t- I'm sure they, like, spend, like, have so much trouble with that. Because, like, I think the food at NYU is, like, kind of bad, like, I've heard. And then there's just so much yummy food around. Because I don't spend, like, any money in college, which is nice. But also, like, well, it's, like, coronavirus, so there's not really anywhere to go, really, to spend my money. Yeah, so, like, I've I've barely been, like, spending any money, which is nice because I'm saving money. I can't imagine if I was, like, in New York for the first time, I would be, like, spending all this money that I didn't have. 
I also think that you bring up a good point about the NYU students. It's almost like there's a culture to New York. Like when you come to New York, it's like there here's your starter pack. Like you're supposed to kind of go with the flow of the city and people who are new, especially hordes of them. It's like fine if one person is new. We have hordes of new people who don't know how the city runs and you're like embarrassed for them like you're like you're way too loud right now you don't know where you're going are you wearing a lanyard like it's just a lot of like we as new yorkers wouldn't do that so stop doing that and other places are so excited about us that they're like opening they have us with open arms but in new york we're like calm down i know because it's like there's all these weird like unspoken rules in new york like this one girl was telling me, I forget how she heard about it, but she was telling me about this, like, program, maybe, like, her cousin did it or something from Germany, where, like, they, like, come to New York over the summer, and she was, like, one of the things that they tell people, like, before they go to New York is, like, don't look at people, like, don't <laughs> stare at people, because apparently that's, like, been a problem, and it's just so funny, like, they're just, like, looking at people at the, in the subway, like, making eye contact, and, like, pe- like New Yorkers are probably just, like, what is happening? Because, like, I know, like, in this, when I was little, I used to stare at people all the time, but, like, I was a kid, so I think it's, like, okay to do that, I don't know, because, like, I used to just, like, stare at like random people and like wonder what their names were like I I was like a weird (laughs) child where I would just like smile at like random people on the subway obviously like as I got older I'm just like when I'm on the subway I'm just like either on my phone or just like staring at the ground or out the window or something but if someone stares at me on the subway or just like looks at me I get so like uncomfortable or like annoyed and I'll just like stare back same I dart them a look like stop stop looking at me (laughs) Exactly. Like, I'll literally, like, give them, like, the dirtiest look. And then, it's like, but the thing is, though, once I've come to Ohio, like, people do kind of stare here. And, like, because in New York, like, everyone knows, like, don't do that. So if someone, like, stares at you or, like, does anything, like, weird, like, you're just like, what is wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? But in Ohio, people kind of do stare a little bit. And, like, I'll just be like, like what's happening right now i know i say that too i'm like you can't stare at people like i know what you you think you see something weird like stop staring at them if you were gonna say to a new yorker moving to ohio or anyone moving to ohio what are those rules that you think people need to know coming there coming to ohio yeah like what are some rules you've picked up don't be alarmed if people like talk to you because like some people have talked to me here and i get so confused like one time I was leaving the um, the dorm with my friend McKenna to, like, go get dinner. And then we were both, like, listening to music. And then this guy, like, stopped in front of us. And then he was, like, he said something. And I, I was, like, is he, like, talking to me right now? Like, what? So then I took out, like, my headphone. And then I was, like, what? And then he was, like, it's really slippery outside. Like, be careful. And then he, like, went inside. And I was, like, why would he, like stop to tell me that like and then it was really slippery outside and then we were like oh wait that was like nice of him to warn us I guess but it's just like no one in New York would like warn you that it was slippery like you know what I mean people are just like I don't know there's like a certain courtesy I guess that's just not like that important in New York that like people have here which I think is kind of nice but yeah people are definitely like friendly hero like they'll say like hi and I'm like do I know them or something but then they're just like being friendly I don't know in terms of more advice just be open to like just it's not similar to it's not very similar to New York so like be open to like new experiences I guess you talked a lot about liking the differences like and liking hearing about them which I think is a really positive outlook have you gotten into any conversations where you're like okay we're like too different because I think you were really right in saying that people aren't coming from a place of malice. Like, they're not saying, like, your life is terrible. I don't get it. But they genuinely don't get it. And sometimes that makes it feel wrong or, like, it's not normal. So have you had experiences where you kind of had to tell people, like, okay, th- no, this is how my life is, though? Because I think there is a difference between you're hearing me out and our lives are just so different and you're al- almost kind of, like, judging or, like, telling me that it's not the norm. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, like, one thing is, like, it's, I just haven't really talked to, like, that many people, which is, like, kind of funny, 
in my dorm, I was talking to like some of the people who lived like in the suite like next to me. This wasn't really like bad or anything. I just thought it was funny because one of the guys in the suite next to me was like, how early did you start like taking the subway? And I was like, um, well, I took it to like in middle school by myself. So like 12, I think, or like 11. He was like, what? Like, I just can't imagine like a little 12 year old girl alone on the subway. Like, that's just so horrible. And I was like, not really. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think that was really like, I haven't really met anyone who's like, I haven't like been able to like reach like um, a middle point with kind of, but at the same time, like I, that's probably because like I don't talk to some people like you know what I mean like sometimes I just like won't really like tell people like everything about my life or something like I don't know like when I was really little my parents were like you don't have to tell everyone you have like two moms you know what I mean because like some people like just like are more traditional and like maybe you're not gonna like see them ever again so it doesn't matter if they like know about you that much so I think like sometimes I just like do that like unconsciously I'll only tell people really if it's gonna be important or if it comes up so it's like not really that much of an issue that's come up one thing that was like weird though was I did like a Brazilian song because for my jury because I'm like a music minor still so I had to do a jury and it's in Portuguese and one of the teachers who graded my jury I don't know who it is because like we don't find out the names of like who commented but one of the teachers comment was good job overall like good tone but the spanish was a little rough it wasn't spanish that's probably why <laughs> can you respond to that like so they're just saying it's the wrong language and you have to just run with that comment yeah because my teacher was reading me the comments so like i didn't know who like said what you know what i mean so she was just like we can ignore that comment <laughs> i just thought it was kind of funny because it's like First of all, like, it's, like, the one of the most famous, like, Brazilian composers. So if you're, like, a professor at, like, a music, at, like, the School of Music at Ohio State, like, you should probably, like, know the composer or just, like, know what Spanish sounds like. I don't know. But, like, I just thought it was kind of funny because I was, like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some things where it makes sense like you know what I mean like I don't think there's like that many like Brazilians I haven't met any Brazilians here yeah there's just some things that I'm just like you know like this kind of makes sense because I'm not like in New York yeah right it now. makes sense but I encourage you as you meet more people to you can't control it in a teaching setting but I encourage you to like meet people who do try to get it and like and find people who are like a good community like once that's safe to do so because as someone who, I mean, I'm not Brazilian, but as like, didn't have a lot of people who had shared experiences like me in college, it was sometimes a little odd because you would think things like that to yourself and maybe you told one other person, but then you do that for four years and you're like, okay, this is a lot. Like <laughs> these people are like, don't get it. So like the first one, the first couple, it's like kind of funny and you're like, whatever. But then it's like, no, 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 no. This is like who I am. Like, like a big part of me is being Brazilian and like, I picked this music for a reason. Like, to your point, if you're a professional at your craft, therefore a professor at a major university, even if you don't speak Portuguese, you should at least be familiar. And I shouldn't have to educate you, nor should someone have to tell me, oh, like, let's ignore that comment. It's like, that comment was ignorant. Like, you should tell, you should acknowledge that it was ignorant. It doesn't mean that I have to be upset and freak out, but it's like some acknowledgement that that is wrong is like, appreciated so I think it'll get I think it'll get better but you're right I think you have like just like the perfect attitude about it people are not doing it on purpose but they have such a lack of exposure I think that's the um the through line here like I've met so many brilliant and cool people in Ohio but they just some of the stuff we've not seen the same stuff <laughs> and so they're like don't know what we're talking about I know like there was this one guy who like lives in my um dorm also like in my on my floor that I was talking to on like the day that I, we were talking about football because I was like because they were trying to be like oh this is happening in the football game and I was like wait like I don't actually know the rules of football because like I never watched it or anything like it's just not like big in my family um and they were like do you like watch any sports and I was like well I watch soccer a little bit like the world cup because like 
my family, like, in Brazil really like soccer. It's, like, because, like, you know, soccer's, like, really big in Brazil. And then one of them was, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, a lot of, like, those countries, like, play soccer a lot or something. And I was just, like, okay, like. <laughs> those countries. Like, sure. <laughs> like, th- that's kind of true. But, like, I was just, like, yeah, like, I guess that's, like, you could put it that way. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was just kind of, like, all right. <laughs> You're right, it draws a line in the sand. I think that's kind of what I mean. Like, find people who don't draw lines in the sand and people who just want to hear more about your experience. People who are like, okay, Stella, like, that makes sense because your mom's from Brazil and so you watch soccer and American football wasn't a big thing in your family. Totally checks out. My parents are from Ohio and we watch Ohio State all the time. It's like, cool, we can have differences in opinion. We just live two different lives. But don't say, like, yeah, that makes sense because those people like the World Cup. Like, the world likes the World Cup, but, like... Sure, but, like, also, like, all of Europe and, like, I don't know. Even the U.S. is pretty good at soccer, just that it's, like, the women's team instead of the men's team that's good here, like, for soccer. It's so embarrassing when people say things like that because you're like, I don't know whether I should just be quiet or should I tell you exactly what's going on. Either way, it's awkward and I want to (laughs) leave. I know. I was just like, all right, like, well, no one likes football except you guys. I love talking to gen z which makes me sound old because i'm a millennial but you were saying earlier that you don't like to tech are you doing do you like to use social media do you like to facetime like how do you talk to your friends i just i really like just talking to people in person (laughs) that's been a lot harder with covid so that's something that i've had to like deal with like myself because for the first few months of covid like i didn't see any of my friends and i was just seeing my parents and i was like i'm gonna go insane so I FaceTime my friends a lot, but I don't know. I still don't like I, I don't I don't mind FaceTime. I've gotten a lot more used to it. I used to be so awkward on FaceTime, but I've gotten a lot more used to it. Cause sometimes it's just weird. Cause when you're hanging out with a friend, like in person, you can like go get food and like there's like stuff to do and maybe something weird happens like on the street and you're like oh like that was weird. You know what I mean? But, like, when you're on FaceTime, it's just you and them. And it's, like, what if you don't have anything to talk about? So then in my mind, I'm just, like, come up with stuff to talk about, like, so it's not weird and you're not just staring at each other. But then I'm just, like, stressing myself out in my head. And, like, so, yeah, I like, FaceTime is even weird sometimes. But texting, it's just horrible. I don't know why, but, like, I – people have told me that I'm, like, dry over text and, like, I'm not, like, super, like, fun texter. Like, I don't know. But, like, I just don't... Like, I feel like sometimes I am because sometimes people will just... Like, in middle school, I was horrible because people would text me stuff and I'd just be like, cool. And, like, that's all I would say. (laughs) I think I've gotten better. But sometimes I just have no... Like, I don't have the energy because, like, someone will text me something. I have to, like, think about, like, my response a lot. Like, I just feel like I overthink it and it ends up being weird. Because then also, whenever I, like, look over my texts that I, like, sent, like, a few days ago or something, I always, like, cringe. Like, I don't know. It just, I like, I don't like text. Because, like, I'll be, like, someone will send me, like, some, like say something funny and I'll be, like, ha, 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 like, all caps or something. And then it's, like, I'm just, like, sitting there typing that, like, with, like, a straight face. Like, I don't know. It just feels so weird. But, yeah, like, I don't like having, like, um, long text conversations. And then on the group chats at school, it's through this app called GroupMe. So it's, like, all these random, like, people. It says, like, their name and, like, they have, like, a profile picture. And, like, there's different, like, identity-based ones. So there's, like, an LGBTQ at Ohio State and there's, like, latinx at ohio state there's like a bunch of different like group chats and stuff there's like a christian one i think there's like one for like gaming if you like do gaming but so i joined like a few of them but everyone was just texting like so fast because it's like so it's like 50 people on like a group chat so then i ended up just muting all of them and like barely ever going on them because everyone's just texting so much and then it's like I couldn't, like, really find a place to jump in. Or even, like, my scholarship program has a group chat. And McKenna is, like, in the same scholarship program as me, which I think is, like, part of the reason we also, like, became closer. Because, like, something, another thing in common. But she texted on the group chat, and she, like, met some people through that that she, like, ended up texting with, like, 
outside of the group chat, like, over the summer, but when, like, we were talking about it and I got here, she was like, I didn't even know you were in the, like, program, because, like, I've literally never, like, seen you text or, like, I'd never, like, heard of you, like, or anything, and I was like, yeah, because I literally, I never texted on it, because it, it just, like, I feel like I don't have anything interesting to say over text, you know what I mean? You have a lot of interesting things to say, but it's not your medium. I, I feel that. It moves too fast. It's a little bit of social anxiety. Like, when I was going to college, we have those groups of, like, the class of – what class was I embarrassing? Class of 2015 at Kent, and, like, you write in it, and you post, and it's funny, small world. My guidance – a guidance counselor at my high school, her daughter was also going to be a freshman at Kent and was in the group, and I saw her, but I didn't know that, like, they were um, – that that was her daughter anyway Mm -hmm. all that to say I didn't really post in that group either I'm like I don't know what to say like do I say hi I'm Shelby like I'm from Dayton I can't wait I'm living in this I don't know I don't know so like (laughs) I think it's not everyone's medium and it moves so fast and like you don't know if what you're saying is going to be weird because you have no context it seems so weird because it's like if I text on this group chat this is like the first thing they'll like hear of me you know what I mean And, like, one of my group chats, I actually did try texting, and it went badly. Like, not that badly, but, like, everyone was talking about pizza and, like, food and pizza toppings. And everyone was like, oh, like, I like this on my pizza or something. And then I was like, does anyone like olives on pizza? Because, like, I like olives on pizza. And then, like, five people were like, I hate olives in general. Olives are disgusting. And, like... So many people were just like, that's gross. And, like, I was like, wow, okay. But then one person was like, oh, I like olives. Which I thought was brave of her. You're like, all right, fine. I don't know, because I don't even like texting with my friends who I'm, like, super close with. I just get, like, anxious about it. And I'm like, what if I'm being, like dry or boring over text or something or like one guy that I used to work with like was like why do you say like okay like the letters like okay instead of like okay a y and I was like I don't know like and he was like you shouldn't do that like it's really dry and I was like do like does the a y make it like a more interesting conversation like I don't understand (laughs) like I I like know all the like like texting words I guess but like sometimes I feel like weirdly disconnected with like my own age group because like I like I'm I just like don't like texting that much I think that's okay as long as you tell people that's not your medium I think the older I get the less I like it because when we were younger it was that whole game of like how do I sound even now my my grown friends who are 28 years old send me texts like well does this sound weird like can I say that though is that like Am I being too short? Should that be an exclamation mark? Like, it is like a little anxiety-ridden. It's like, this is someone we know. Just, like, send them the text. And, oh, what, why are you being so weird? So it's it's not your fault. There, it's, it's, like, way too much overthinking. And to stop your whole moment, stop whatever you're doing to think that hard about a text is, like, dehabilitating. Like, I'm not doing that. I was just going to say, like, I started texting with so many exclamation marks and stuff because, like, I didn't want to, like, come off as, like, oh, I don't care about you or something. So, but now my texts are, like, absolutely ridiculous because, like, without meaning to, I'll be, like, yay, with, like, eight exclamation marks. And, like, my phone, like, you know how it, like, recommends words? It'll just be, like, yay, and then all caps, yay, and then, like, yay with three A's. Like, those are, like, my predictions for what I'm going to say because I just, like, say yay so much. Like, yay. Exactly. Instead of like cool, because you heard that was dry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yay! Now you're like coming in super excited. <laughs> Thank you for spending an hour with me. It was lovely talking to you. And I'm wishing you all the best at Ohio State. Nice talking to you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Define Normal. See you next week.